you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sports books. My name is Matt Moore. I'm a senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is your best bets episode for Tuesday, February 27th in the Association. We'll give you best bets. We'll give you the, all the handicaps for them as we get in the lab here, recording on a Monday night. To do so, with me tonight, I got Andrew O'Connor Watts and Jay Money back from the beach and the mountains. He somehow went on vacation to both to get himself refreshed for the NBA stretch run and then into the playoffs. You can catch him on Twitter and on YouTube on his own YouTube channel where he gives out daily picks over at J Money is Money. Andrew O'Connor watching catching the Action Network app and on Twitter with his new handle, NBA Watts. So got that going on. Uh, you can catch me at HB Basketball. As always, download the Action Network app. If you if you listen to the show, you know worth it you're gonna get stuff out of it you will find cool shit in there there's a lot of stuff on the app i'm always finding new stuff that they build in uh plus you'll be able to get notified of our live shows which will be starting next week uh where we start doing live shows reactions to the night's games as well as giving out our best bets we'll be with you uh twice a week starting those to see how we do on those so i hope you guys will join us more details make sure to follow us on twitter at action network hq and you can follow me at hp basketball for more details on that all right, best bets for Tuesday. Let's hit it in the association. Jay, what do you like for Tuesday? You mean the Detroit Pistons plus 12. Nothing like taking the Detroit Pistons in March. Nothing, nothing, or late February. Not even March yet. Late February. Why not? Uh, Andrew O'Connor Watts, what do you like? I'll take the Magic minus seven and a half. Yep, that's one of mine too. I got the Magic minus seven and a half as a best bet as well. I'm also going to lay the wood with a Thunder uh, minus 10. Let me make sure that that's, that hasn't been updated on our handy dandy Action Network apps page with all of our various things. Ooh, there's actually a nine and a half in the market. So I'm getting that best bet at nine and a half. Mark it down. Uh, let's start with Jay with the Detroit Pistons taking on the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Bulls are 12 point favorites. That is a lot of points for a team under 500. 
But boy, Detroit's got to be looking toward the future here. Dangerous time of year to be betting these teams, Jay. But why do you like the Pistons plus 12? Yeah, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't love the card. Uh, this is something that popped out to me. Um, I'm not trusting the Bulls as double-digit favorites. This is their first time laying double digits all season. I get it that they've been playing a little bit better. And I was a little bit torn as well from taking the under in this game. I do think that 230 points is too many. Uh, the Pistons have went five straight games to the under, depending on how they do um, versus the Knicks. Obviously, we shoot this the day before. But uh, Pistons, they've been playing a lot better basketball. I like what I'm seeing from Kay Cunningham. Now, there is a caveat. Like, I need everyone to play in this game. If uh, just pay attention. If if Cade Cunningham or some or someone like that is ruled out, um, I won't like this play anymore. I'll tell you that straight up. So as long as everybody plays for the Pistons, I do love them here plus the double digits. But it's one of those that you might have to wait until the last minute or at least until the injury report comes out just to make sure that nobody's resting on the back to back. Obviously, they're traveling from New York, but uh, it's just quick and simple. I don't like the Bulls here as double digits, uh, double digit favorites. Um, I do not see them winning this game by margin. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the Pistons shocked the world and won this game outright. So I'll take the Pistons plus the 12. All right. Uh, I can't believe that you're, you've done this to me, but I'm going to tell you on this and I'm going to take the Pistons as well. Why? Well, I just looked this up while you were giving the cap. How about this? Detroit Pistons is a double-digit dog this season. 13-9 and nine ATS at 59% this season. How about this? The Detroit Pistons have eight wins total. Two of them, a fourth, have come when they're a double-digit dog. So let's break up some money line on it. Let's get wild. Yeah, so I like that play quite a bit. That's a good – that is a really good cap. Um, Bulls, I don't think, deserve to be in that kind of conversation as far as, like, there are some teams that should not be laying double digits. The Chicago Bulls are definitely one of them. They're not built to win by margin. Uh, they never execute. Now, I don't think they're necessarily built to lose by margin either. Like, the Bulls are very rarely killed. Like, the Bulls don't get killed. Every game is just kind of like in the middle. So uh, I like this play quite a bit. That's a great, that's a great pick, Jay. Honestly, I like this play a lot. Uh, Andrew O'Connor Watts, I'm with you on the magic, but tell, give me your cap. You get first pick uh, on the handicap. Why do you like magic minus seven and a half as they take on the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah, I think it's just a good get right spot for them after kind of an embarrassing loss to the Hawks. Um, they're the best ATS team in the league. The Hawks are the worst ATS team in the league. And, uh, you know, I think it was just a good spot for the Hawks where Trey, it's his first game out. Um, and uh, Trey is one of those guys where when he's out, I, I already kind of like backing teams when their best player is out just as a kind of motivation spot for the rest of the guys. Uh, but specifically with the Hawks, they are like, I mean, they barely drop off at all with him out, with Trey Young out. So I think it was just a weird spot in that particular moment. Uh, but the Magic are eight and two this season at home off a loss uh, and coming off a road loss. So coming off a road loss and coming back home, like generally I'm not looking to back teams after a three game road trip and they're coming back home. This is our first game, which the Magic are in that situation right now. However, this Magic team, gritty, well coached, love how what Mosley's doing with them. They are 10 and seven against the spread off a road loss and coming home. So, and that's three and two this season as well. If we look at the Nets, they're a bottom 10 ATS team. Um, they've, they're a little better than they played lately. They're looking like they're about to get their first win under Kevin Ollie. Uh, but I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies are terrible and the Nets off a win, assuming that they don't blow this gigantic lead. Uh, the Nets off a win are eight, 11 and two. Um, so, you know, I mentioned Paolo 
Um, Paolo was out last game for the Magic. He is still questionable. Uh, make sure you watch that injury report, like Jay said, just to make sure. I do kind of like it even without Paolo because I know the number will move and they're just a much better team than the Magic. But either way, you need to make sure that you know what you're betting into. So this isn't one where I would like, oh, I think Paolo plays, so I'll bet it now. Wait till you know he's in or out and then bet whatever that number moves to. So that's why I like the Magic, minus seven and a half. Magic versus teams under 500, 23 and 12, 66% against the spread this season. They are absolute. They love beating up on these bad teams. They're really good in those spots. You mentioned uh, that stat. What was the stat for them on the road after or after a road loss? Yeah. So after a road loss coming home, they're 10 and seven ATS uh, in the last two seasons. That's the last two seasons, three right. and two this season. So, so this, small sample size. But, right. Yeah. Well, I got one for this season, though. This season, how about 16 and nine after a loss ATS, 13 and 12 straight up at 16 and nine ATS. They respond yep. really well at 64 percent. Trends like this play. Um, I, I think this number is probably indicative of the Palo uh, questionable because but. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. He he's got an illness. Uh, they're gonna flush him with vitamin C. Like he'll yeah. he'll be fine. Like yeah. he played the other night. He hit the game winner. Got sick. Uh, they'll flush him with antibiotics and and IVs and and get him good to go. It's uh, rare the guys miss more than a game with an illness. Um, I make this ten and a half. So even if Paolo's out, there's no way that this is gonna jump to double digits. It's gonna be like. It, this might jump to nine, like a point and a half wouldn't surprise me. Like Palo being worth three sounds about right. So if this is in the middle, like we talk about a lot on here, that's a point and a half, I'll put it nine. I've still got a point and a half um, diff on where I've got this game projected. Now, part of that, it's like I manually just like bottomed out the nets today. I was just like, okay, they're 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 done. And they're killing the Grizzlies because the Grizzlies are also done. Uh, Jay, I am curious as to your thoughts on this. Are we getting suckered in here by an obvious spot? Or who do you like in Magic Nuts? You had a lean. Well, it's a double it's a double revenge spot for the Magic here. Uh, and they have the rest advantage and they're coming off a loss as well. I do expect Ben Carroll to be back. He was actually sick in that game versus the Pistons, but and that's why I kind of knew that he wasn't gonna play in the next game on the back-to-back -back versus Atlanta. Like he was saying to himself, like, I'm I'm sick as hell. So he didn't even travel travel to Atlanta. He went to the house to rest up. He should be good to go for this game. So this is one that I'd probably take sooner than later because when he is announced in, it'll definitely go up to eight and a half, nine for sure. And you could also possibly get uh like probably ben simmons is probably going to sit out not that it's going to matter but it's uh, as far as the point spread is going to go up even more once the nets maybe rule somebody out as well last game of a, a five game road trip as well i know that still four coming out of the break which one of those games were before the break but yeah i could only look towards the magic in this game they have a like i say they lost twice already this year to the brooklyn nets so double revenge coming off a loss with the rest advantage could only look towards land the points with orlando here Okay. All right. So we're, we're good. We're set on that one. Uh, my final one's gonna be OKC. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, lay the wood here with the minus 10. There's a nine and a half in the market um, versus the Houston Rockets. So uh, injury report is clear for OKC. I'm a little surprised that this number is what it is. It's a little bit of, uh, I'm just surprised that this number is as low as it is. This is not that Houston's not good. I think Houston's actually I think Houston's a it can be a good team at, at points, but they've been really struggling lately. They're starting to lose the plot. They know they're probably not going to make the playoffs. I've got this one projected between 12 and a half and 12 and 12.75 ish. Uh, so I've got it somewhere north of 12 and a half. So I've got a good clearance on that. 
Houston, they're a great team to fade on the road. 9, 17, and 1 ATS this season at 35%. They're 5 and 22 straight up on the road. If they're not going to win this game versus OKC, then there's really very little reason to believe that they're going to be able to cover it either. Uh, how about this one? Duplex spot. They just played. The Rockets had him tied at 80, and then the Thunder just ripped off three runs, and I mean tore the shit out of the Rockets. Like, the Rockets were just stunned. You could see that they were just like, Jesus. OKC just absolutely ran past them. Now, I don't necessarily... I, my instinct is always to avoid what Jay would... Like, this is qualifies as a revenge spot for the Rockets, like, within two days, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah, it's a revenge spot, but um, I you said it. I'm not looking towards back in the Rockets on the road. They play a lot better at the house. I believe they got up by 15 or 16 versus the Thunder at home and still end up losing a game. So the Thunder are just playing harder um, than everybody right now. I could only lean their way. Um, I mean, they are laying double digits here. The Rockets have some matchups. They can match up well with them, but the Thunder just play way too hard, um, and they play a whole lot better at the house. Rockets don't play as near as good um, on the road as well, so if they couldn't cover the spread at the house, House, I'd be worried about the Rockets covering the spread on the road here. We were OKC was an easy play early in the season. It took a long time for the market to catch up to them. I think it caught up to them and then they were overrated in the market for about, I don't know, two, three weeks in January. I think we've settled into a place where they're pretty accurately rated by the power rating. Um, interesting note for this one with the duplex spot. When you're favored in the previous one and you won, and then you're favored again. Those teams since 2020, since the since after the bubble, are 72, 51, and 1 ATS. That's 59% ATS. That drops when the previous game was on the road and you're having to switch. So, But it's a smaller sample. So I'm going to go ahead and lean on the bigger one. Regardless, I just think that, that Houston's not built to be able to get this win. I just don't think that they're, they're the like uh, another team in the spot. Maybe I might be on it, but I'll go ahead and I'll lay the uh, 10 with the Thunder. Watts, you, you said you like this game too, right? I do, yeah. This is one of those games where I look at my bet labs and there's just a billion trends on the thunder yep. i have you know first of all you know one that you you're really uh you were on you know a couple of years ago even teams after playing the thunder don't don't do well right yeah. 30 and 25 they just played the thunder and now they're playing them tonight uh okc versus bad teams which the rockets technically are eight and eight and two ats this season 23 eight and one uh i think under dagnall or maybe the last two seasons actually i'm not sure exactly but Thunder laying the wood, laying nine or more, eight and three this season. Nice. ATS, Thunder at home versus the West, 10 and seven ATS. Uh, 42, 25 and two since 2021. Uh, million reasons to back the Thunder. Yeah. Rockets have the fewest wins on the road or fewest ATS wins on the road with actually, by the way, also the Nets tied for nine wins. There so there you go. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get $158 in bonus bets when you bet $5. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. A couple others I want to hit on real quickly. Uh, Mavericks, Mavericks, Cavs. I want to back the Mavs here just from a power rating perspective. I think that this is a heavy number. The Cavs are three and a half point favorites. I, I'm not saying that necessarily like it's it's hard for me to figure out what this number should be, right? Where I'm like, okay, how much like what do I think this this game should be on neutral? Um, should the Cavs be favored? I don't know. Probably. The problem is like the Mavs are terrible versus anybody with a pulse. Um, so that leads me towards okay, maybe I'll just reject what I've got this power rated and just play the Cavs here at home versus a team that always struggles versus good teams. But the Mavericks are a different squad since the trades, but they also showed when they actually faced somebody of actual with actual muscle behind them in the Pacers, the Pacers ran them out the building. So for me, this is a stay away. I don't have enough information on who the new Mavericks are to be able to comp- make a confident play on this. I don't want to trust the power rating um, because it just doesn't feel necessarily right to me. I don't want to trust the spot here. Uh, because Dallas could be way better. Jay, I, I don't feel like I know enough about the Mavericks to be able to cap this game accurately. Yeah, I mean, we definitely need to see more games with them playing together. The Cavs have somewhat kind of dropped dropped off the cliff. Uh, I can really see this game going either way as far as the point spread. Um, you Obviously, you could argue that the Cavs are a much better team and at the house, but they've dropped five straight against the spread after being so hot. So, honestly, I could see the, see the game uh, go either way. These are the type of games that I like to watch and learn and maybe even make a live bet, but not necessarily make a bet pregame. Uh, Andrew, I want to hit you on, on one more. By the way, I am leaning towards the under in that Cavs, Ma- Cavs, Mavs game. I may have a play on that. I got to do some more research on it for uh, for action, but I want to make it. A, I don't want to make it a best bet tonight. Last one, uh, I do want to talk about. So we've been riding Pell's first half. It's been an absolute killer moneymaker for us. Shout out to Jay, who was the first one to mention this. Like he played it on one of the best bets, and I was like, holy shit! And I just started like not blindly, but whenever it was a good spot, betting it. Uh, the problem here, I like, I don't know what to do with this. So the Knicks are a point and a half dog tomorrow versus the Pelicans. Knicks are playing tonight versus the Pistons. Um, even with I adjusting for all of those numbers though, I can't get to a spot where the Pelicans should be favored plus one and a half, even with New York's injuries. But I don't know if New York's just going to rest dudes and just basically be like, it's a non-conference game, even at home, we should probably go ahead and rest this one and not mess with it. Like it's a bad spot for New York. So I can't bet the Knicks, but if I don't have it power rated accurately, Jay, I don't know how I can take Pelicans first half 
if I don't feel like the, the line on it is correct. So even though I love that Pelicans first half trend, I don't have confidence in being able to get in that. This is the spot. This is one where I want to ignore that Pelicans first half trend. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about both teams, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, the Knicks are pretty banged up. Looks like they just hit a game winner um, as well. So uh, they're coming off a big game. Josh Hart played 42 minutes. So if there was someone to rest, it'd probably be him. But uh, the Knicks are still kind of playing banged up here, man. But the Pelicans also are one of the most inconsistent teams in the NBA. They can beat someone. They can beat like a world beater one night and then lose to the Lakers by like 19 the next night. So, um, But the Pelicans are coming off a bad loss versus the Chicago Bulls. I would lean their way here in the first half, especially with the rest advantage as well. But the Knicks did open up as one-point favorite. Then it flipped to Pelicans minus one, now up to minus one and a half. So Pelicans can match up with these guys, uh, yeah. and they probably get back C.J. McCollum as well. He did go through a full practice. The points in the paint thing is a real problem for the Knicks right now. They don't have enough rim protection. Zion might score a bazillion points in this one if he puts his best foot forward, which is always kind of a coin flip. Watts, you got thoughts on that one? Yeah, I actually almost made this the best bet for Pelicans in the first half. I was debating and then ended up going magic. Um, but yeah, this is kind of one, the thing that put me off it was the power rating. As you mentioned, I have them, I just have, even with the injuries, I have New York too heavily in in the, uh, I'd have them too highly rated for this. Uh, but I think that's where the first half kind of differs. The Pelicans are a different team in the first half. They can win the first half by margin and then still lose or not cover the full game. Um, this is one where there are billion, another one where there are billion trends for the Pelicans in the first half off a loss, 15 and eight, um, off a loss versus winning teams, 10, five, uh, 10, four and one ATS. So it's one that I honestly, I probably will end up taking the Pelicans, but I just kind of need to think it through and kind of see where things are tomorrow. Uh, Tibbs is usually one of the best coaches in the league in terms of back-to-backs. And there's no surprise in that he plays his guys with a bone, right? Like they always play high effort. This season's an aberration in that aspect. Knicks are only four and six ATS this season on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. They're five and five straight up, four and six ATS uh, on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. So I don't know that this is like, that's an aberration there, which again, kind of leads me towards Pelicans. Uh, by the way, at home, uh, two and one straight up, one and two ATS for the Knicks. I'm going to go ahead and treat that one as a stay away. Your best bets for Tuesday. Magic minus seven and a half. Watts and I are both on, on that one. Jay's got Pistons plus 12. I'm going to join him on that one. And I've got Thunder minus 10 as well. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys being with us. My thanks to Brendan for filling in for David Payne this week and helping us out on the audio side. My thanks as well to the crew over at actionnetwork.com getting us uh, all of our stuff over on youtube.com slash the action network. Go subscribe. Turn on notifications. We're going to be doing live buckets. You're going to want to get on that. Trust me. You're going to, you need, you need those live buckets. Uh, Make sure to follow Jay and Andrew in the Action Network app and on Twitter at NBA Watts and Jay Money is Money. We'll see you guys again tomorrow for another Best Bets episode. Till then, get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.